I'm Renee, and it's okay if you're not okay with COVID-19. First and foremost, I got a shout out to my co-hosts, John, Keith, and Kate. I miss you guys. Um, I love that we're putting together these little mini episodes. Uh, Keith, you were an inspiration in this space. Thank you for that. John, thanks for following along and then allowing me to come in and do the same. I appreciate you guys. I miss you guys. And I definitely miss our little recording room down in the basement with our cool microphones. Uh, We will get there soon. Listeners, thanks for hanging in and allowing us to do something a little different. We are excited uh, to put these little mini episodes out and to continue to share and connect with you all. Probably a really good place to just start with our disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent those of Johnson County Mental Health Center or Johnson County government. Okay, business aside, uh, so glad to be with you guys here in Renee's mini episode. Um, I've really taken a lot of time to think about what do I want to share with you guys and what message would I like to to be known for anybody out there who's listening. And really, truly, I had ideas, um, but my my friends Keith and John, their many episodes really helped shape what I'm going to say today. Keith talked about a really interesting idea <laughs> called a dichotomy, where two things that appear to be different or in contrast can be true at the same time. Chaos and control. So that made me think. Then John talked about phases that we go through, experiencing COVID-19, experiencing any big event that, I mean, I really found applicable to a lot of spaces in my life. So I thought about a lot of these things, um, and I just found myself being in a very reflective, thoughtful space which sometimes isn't me. So I was a little taken aback by that. And I I have to bring humor. I have to bring humor into my story. And so John provided a little spoiler alert. And let me tell you, do you know how cool I felt? I've never had anything to spoiler alert about in my life, but I got one for the first time. So thank you, John. Uh, You gave Renee her first spoiler alert last episode. And it's about COVID cliche. I'm going to make it hashtag COVID cliche. Let's get this trending. Uh, again, I've probably never been trendy in my life either. So I um, have been thinking a lot about all of the new words or phrases or different things I've been hearing in different contexts. And one day I just found myself saying, man, if I never have to hear these things again after we are in the all clear from COVID-19, I would be okay with that. And I'm calling them COVID cliche. So I've joked about it, but really it's because it probably speaks to a lot of the truth that we're all feeling. So I put my own little list of hashtag COVID cliche together, but I also did some not so scientific polling around the office and asked some of my colleagues, if you could never hear another word or phrase again after this, what might your word or phrase be? Um, Of course, much like you guys would probably jump right on uh, into the same list. They had a lot of the same words that I did. So here it is. Final version at this moment in time. 
Hashtag COVID cliche. Social distance. New normal. Bored. Essential. Now that you have all this time. Toilet paper? Quarantine. Flatten the curve. Wash your hands. Stay home and stay safe. Well, there you have it. That was the list of hashtag COVID cliche. Thank you again for indulging me. I hope at least some of you could relate. And I know that those are important phrases. I do not mean to make light of them uh, in any sort of negative space. I just want to say that sometimes I have to bring a little humor into my understanding. And if that helps others, then so be it. Welcome. All right. So back to what I want to speak about. As I was, even in my laughter, experiencing my COVID cliche and listening to Keith and John's podcast episodes and really taking everything in in my life, I began to think about what I want to share with you guys. And the word awareness came really front and center to my mind. As defined, a singular word, awareness is the knowledge or perception of a situation or fact. Pretty straightforward. But my awareness much like the awareness of pretty much everyone around me, really changed a month ago. I started taking in new pieces of information, new facts, new situations, things that honestly I thought I would never encounter in my lifetime. I didn't know how to process it. Um, I didn't know what some of the things meant, honestly. How, How should I know how to respond to that? But I was very newly aware of so many different things. And in that awareness, which I really think awareness is a good thing, but in my awareness of all of these new words and behaviors and regulations and stay-at-home orders and fears, um, I began to realize that I was straying away from who I was. And I couldn't really make sense of that. Until I allowed myself to have some space in my life, particularly in my home, to engage in behaviors that I will now call self-awareness. I had to really carve out that space in my life to allow myself to be self-aware. Renee, what is this making you feel like? What are your, how are, have your desires changed? Have your motives changed? Um, because I know that self-awareness, again, I'll go through just a pretty, pretty standard definition. Self-awareness, conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. It's knowing what makes me tick, knowing what I feel, what I think, what motivates me, what do I yearn for or long for. And when I know that, then I can respond in a healthy way. I can respond in a calm way. I can be a little more in touch with my emotions. Um, I am one who believes in emotional expression. If something's funny, laugh. If something brings you to tears because of sadness or joy, then cry. Um, I definitely believe that our bodies were not meant to hold in the expression that we were meant to release. Um, I believe I've shared that on a 
um, a previous podcast episode as from with an adage from a wonderful pres- professor that I had in school. So I really do believe that we are meant to be creatures of expression. So in my moments of self-awareness, I learned a couple of things. One, um, I don't know what's happening. I could not make sense of this. I'm not designed to make sense of this. So I really had to trust that there were some really smart people out there making sense of it. And I had to have some radical acceptance of that. I also learned that my two greatest strengths, communication and relator, took a pretty big hit through this process. You guys have probably heard us talk a lot about the Clifton Strengths Finder that we do here at work. I love it. Um, I'm a huge advocate of it, and I just really enjoy engaging with it. So I'm a communicator, number one. I'm a relator, number two. Communication is simply that I love to uh, talk. Geez, who would have guessed that? Um, I love the spoken word. I love a story, and I love to be with people when I do that, right? Communication is a two-way street, so I love to listen and be with people. I also... I'm a relator. That's number two strength. I love I love the one-on-one with someone. Um, I can do well in a crowd, but I really thrive in the one-on-one relationship and connection. So a small group of really close friends is where I do my best. But all of the sudden, I couldn't communicate the same with any of my loved ones, any of my colleagues, any of my family, any of my friends. I couldn't relate to them the same. I couldn't be in the same room with them. I couldn't give them a hug, a handshake, a high five, a fist bump. I was physically removed from that or cautioned to be removed from that. And I didn't know what to do with that. I didn't know how to handle that. But in my space of self-awareness, I got to become okay with that. I got to give myself permission to maybe grieve a little bit of my communication and relater, but know that they're still there and that I get to redefine what that means to me. I get to uh, cry when I need to cry, but then I also get to connect when I need to connect. And yes, that looks different. So I was was sitting in my self-awareness. Of course, I had to go one layer further and all of a sudden, I got pretty pretty grief-stricken, just pretty sad at a thought that I had. That in my self-awareness and the journey I was taking on my self-awareness, I'd become really selfish. My world really turned inward towards me. Renee, are you safe? Are the ones close to you safe? How are you going to handle this? What am I doing for myself? And I forgot about everybody else around me. And so my kind of third and final point here is awareness of others. What others feel, think, and want. How others take in information. And it hit me like a brick wall. Now that I've come to terms and I'm in a healthy place with my own awareness, my own feelings, desires, motivations that I needed to make space for others too. I began to recognize that others had their own thoughts, feelings, and opinions 
about COVID-19 and how they were responding to it. They had their own stories. I was very selfishly narrating probably a lot of people's stories out there because I just, eh, they're the same as mine, right? But that's not true. Everybody gets to narrate their own story. And some of those narrations might be really different than the way that I was narrating my story or narrating their story for them. But what it came down to is that COVID-19 never said, do this alone, Renee, even though it truly felt like that at times. So first, kind of getting back to my journey of just becoming aware of all the newness around me, taking it all in. Then a level deeper, if you will, and becoming self-aware, getting back to myself, my center, my core, who I am, what do I believe, and really trying to make sure that my thoughts and my behaviors um, demonstrated that. And then that third, again, another layer of awareness, which is awareness of others. Um, That was really powerful for me. It made me feel more honestly like myself and and allowed others into my world. So I challenge you, during this different, chaotic control, (laughs) no matter what phase you're in, whether you are riddled and stricken with fear or whether you are rejoicing, I ask you to take a moment and just go on your own awareness journey. And maybe that's just being aware, but maybe you can get to awareness and self-awareness. And maybe with some time, practice, and attention, you can really get to awareness, awareness of self, and awareness of those around you. That's my challenge to you guys. Um, Thank you for listening. I appreciate you all so much. This is me relating right now. Getting to do this and share a message um, is really part of my awareness to you guys. So you know me, I got to offer it up. If anybody out there listening, or if you know anybody that is struggling with any mental health concerns, and you'd like to talk about starting services at the mental health center, or really anywhere in the community, please feel free to reach out to us. 913-826-4200. You're going to get our customer care center, and they're going to direct you to somebody on my team, and they're going to call you, and we're going to see if we can help you and get an assessment set up or just direct you to the right place. You could not believe how many providers are providing virtual services. It really makes my heart happy. And I also want to put out there, guys, that if you are in a crisis, a mental health crisis, as you define it, Please do not hesitate to call our crisis line 24 hours a day. That number is 913-268-0156. Thank you so much for being a part of my awareness. I'm Renee, and it's okay if you're not okay. Okay.